What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Oh. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the touchiest topics with a with a hint of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Uh, yeah. Good old humor. Happy Deepavali, yeah. man. Happy Deepavali. Oh, yeah. Kid. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. man. And and uh, happy Deepavali to all our listeners. Or belated Deepavali. Yeah, and happy belated holidays Deepavali. even if you don't celebrate. Uh, it's, quite, uh, it's quite cool that the Deepavali was on the Thursday. Uh, so it made the weekend feel like it was really long. Because, I mean, you work from home is a bit different, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and I guess yeah, like like Friday, even if you're getting back to work, it still feels like it's it's like last time, you know, I think when I was working in a corporate world, Thursday was the best day to have a public holiday. Because mm. Friday you go back, it's never gonna be like a you're already in the mood of a holiday and then the weekend and yeah la, it, it was it was nice, like it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I mean uh it's it's also uh I also learned that deeper valley is sort of celebrated for five days leading up to the actual uh Deepavali itself, right? Or something mm. like that. So 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 the like what, uh, what? Deepavali is celebrated for like four or five days leading up to Deepavali itself. La. So Oh is it? Yeah. So beforehand I think I think Friday was like the was like the last day of celebrations, I think, if I'm not wrong. The official last day. Oh is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how how so, did you find all this out? <laughs> because I was, I was deciding whether I it was it would be culturally sensitive for me to put up uh, Christmas decorations over this weekend. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you know the whole big so debate like, about whether whether like you should put up Christmas lights before Deeper Valley and everything uh, on Orchard Road. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So I had my own. So that's why you had Google. My own thing, uh, yeah. <laughs> So at the end of it, at the end of all your research, what was your conclusion? Saturday okay, Friday not okay. Saturday <laughs> okay, yeah. Saturday can already, yeah. Ah, huh? really? Ah, why? Why? What? What? What makes you say that? How does Fri- that make sense? Because you know, I like, think that means the that means by the day after Deepavali, that's the final day of official celebrations, really, lah. Uh, is it correct? Correct. So the the next day, that means two days after Deepavali, is okay. It's, it's over already. Ah, it's over already. Yeah. Hey, no way, my mom said it carries <laughs> off for three days from Thursday. Hey, no lah, no lah. I don't think so, I don't think so. So if my mom came to your house, she'll be offended. Uh. Yeah, she'll be offended. Uh, yeah. Put so, out all the Christmas so like, yeah, so, so when you came over to my house on Thursday, were you like, okay, we have gone to one Indian person's house, check. Okay, now I can put check, up yeah. Christmas lights already. Yeah, I also have uh, in my estate, everything got, got also, I have also Indian neighbors, so I don't want to trigger anybody by putting up you know the decorations uh. but now yeah. they're up already because like, we're recording now, on now Sunday, now. Sunday. Yeah, now okay already now okay if any if any okay issue already. I'll just I can at least point to point to that, that official line uh, you know oh that means I also also day. should be putting up my Christmas decorations soon uh. you can switch over already uh. you can switch over yeah. can switch over can switch yeah. over yeah. <laughs> we yeah. cook a lot of Indian food the past few days <laughs> so that one can check off already it and throw away all the my spices. girlfriend can put on the yeah the Christmas celebrations. Yeah, correct, yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, but but cool, uh, cool. Hope hope everyone listening had a had a nice break or a nice celebration or just enjoyed the past few days, uh. Yeah, correct. So yeah, man. Uh, rainy one, uh. but um, yeah. Do rainy you have one. anything to plug? Yes, we do. Um, yesterday uh, was our first post on the official Yalabad Instagram. 
Mm. And and uh, kudos to our intern, uh, Mr. Daras, who is spearheading the efforts on Instagram. Mm. Um, he'll be posting uh, more photos, stories, behind the scenes. Um, and also, he's going to be doing and uh, interacting with you guys on Reddit. So so please show some love to the, the Instagram, uh, Yalabad Instagram. Uh, if you have any thoughts on what you'd like to see more of there, please, please share your thoughts in the Reddit. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think we just passed 1,700 uh, Reddit, Redditors on our subreddit. Mm. So that's great. Yeah, but it's been kind of quiet uh, on, the, on the subreddit recently. Haven't oh, really? Seen, yeah. Haven't seen as much activity. Uh, which maybe, yeah, really? uh, maybe it's, a, it's a sign that, you know, there isn't that much controversy or controversial things going on. Uh, I mean, we yeah. also wanted to record this podcast on Friday, but it was tough finding something to talk about, which yeah. which made me think also, because for a while at the start of the week, there was like, oh my God, there's so much to talk about. We need more than one podcast. Then Friday yeah. came and it was just scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not to say that, not to say that uh, whatever's happening is not important. It's just whether we also have the, you know, the capacity and the, the, the time to really absorb everything and then talk about it. Uh, without sounding like idiots, uh, basically, you know. Yeah, like, exactly, like, yeah, exactly. I'm sure or, there's some, like, I think there was like some big discussion about climate change, but I'm like, wow, that's such a huge topic to tackle. It'll take us correct, a, correct, a, a correct. lot more to, to, to get through it. Uh. Yeah, uh, correct, correct. Yeah, and yeah, but today, today we do have a couple of topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. And and what is the first one, man? Uh, Yeah, the first one has to, I mean, it has somewhat to do with COVID. But uh, I think mm. it's more of a structural thing. And it's to do with the healthcare workers uh, who have been, you know, slammed against the wall this past two years. Uh, uh, because the mm. government is finally doing something to recognize their efforts. Uh, and what is that? It is the the, the announcement that around 100,000 public healthcare workers mm. who have been involved in the national response to the pandemic will receive a special award amounting to $4,000 each mm. for their courage and invaluable work. Mm. And that's the statement by Health Minister Ong Yi Kong uh, that was released on Friday. Mm. So so this this came out, uh, I think, towards the end of the day on Friday. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, like when you, when you saw that, that they've been, I think over the past few weeks, there's been a lot of talk, and rightly so, about uh, health healthcare workers. And and uh, I think on Monday, first November, during Parliament, uh, senior minister of um, health, senior minister of health, no, senior uh, Dr. Janil Puticherry kind of um, mm. gave some numbers on on or some info about the state of healthcare workers. How. Uh, the number of ICU beds are being increased, but the fact that the healthcare workers are, uh, yeah, are being stretched And I think in the past few weeks there were also articles about how there were there were two thousand resignations amongst healthcare, no, thousand five hundred resignations resignations amongst healthcare workers in the first half of twenty twenty one, compared to two thousand annually. Um, there was an announcement that they would be getting some pay increases over the next two years. Uh, there was another announcement that their leave. Uh, they'll be allowed to travel at the end of the year, which was something I didn't even know they were not allowed to do. So this uh, comes at the at the end of all that. So mm. so yeah, what was what was your thoughts when you saw the article or the news? I I I guess it was a positive step. It's a positive step. Um, compared to you know, let's let's clap at our balconies and sing songs and invite invite our healthcare workers to National Day Parade. Uh, I think mm. this is a 
it's a real tangible uh, sign of appreciation of for for healthcare workers. Um, yeah, that was that was my most immediate thing, like because like 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 I mean, right now I think the general mood in Singapore, if I would describe it, is a general resignation, like, right towards mm. uh, the fact that we are still in semi lockdown. Uh, and we at the end of the day, all the discussions, blah blah blah. I hate, I hate the MMTF, whatever. It all boils down to the healthcare workers. Uh, the the danger is now is that they will be overstretched, uh, right? And and, mm-hmm. and whatever we decide or did not decide to do, uh, how we are looking at it now is is how our, how are our healthcare workers coping? And uh, it's already a done deal that you know, yeah, Singapore's infrastructure was not. It's not as uh, it's not as ready to to deal with a pandemic. We don't have as many ICU beds, but it's not just about the physical the physical structures that are not ready. We don't have enough trained professionals either, la. So uh, mm. you can imagine. I mean, at the same time that this was being announced, there was also news that uh, they're starting to train even admin staff working in hospitals. They're training them to do simple nursing uh, tasks, uh, like like uh, providing meals, serving meals, clearing up meals after after they're done um, or, mm. or even getting volunteers to help you know uh, or trying to entice uh, ex-nurses or people who had left the healthcare industry to come back la. so so there's a real manpower crunch and, and I think uh, at the end of the day you know the the first thing you, you would think of when trying to get them to come back is salary la, right and, and pay so this is a, a, a good first step hmm yeah. yeah, so I mean, I saw it also. I uh, I thought, hey, actually, that's that's quite uh good because because like like what I said um in the lead up, there have been discussions about okay the the toil of healthcare workers um the there have been quite a few articles written about how some of them even have not seen daylight for the past eighteen months because they go in before it's bright, they come out after it's dark, uh, which is crazy like. So mm. when I saw this. I will say that my initial first reaction was like, yeah, okay, they work eighteen months and you give them this token, but I, had, I then I had to I had to question myself like, like what 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 the fuck am I saying this like eh, because I think it is a step in the right direction and as mm. much as you want to allow them to travel, which again I didn't know they they couldn't travel they couldn't even take uh, overseas leave. Um, this feels like it's something tangible. And as much as you can give them, yeah, like you know when when they announced that they would get first first dibs on the NDP tickets, you're like, huh, what the fuck? Like they probably want the break rather than go go see this um uh, a show on their day off. So I think yeah, like this this is a definite step in the right direction. My only question was, some of the articles that I read, some say they will be getting um monetary awards of four thousand. Some say up to four thousand. Oh, because yeah. yeah. What I understand yeah. is that um, I think it's meant to be uh, the, the the what they mean is is meant to be prorated. That means if mm. you join later in the year, for example, then you won't get the full four k lah. You'll get half. And uh, mm. another condition that I'm reading about is that you cannot resign immediately immediately after getting this four k uh, for oh. like a month a month or something like that lah. So where did you see those those terms? Uh, I'm just seeing them by from anonymous uh posters on on Reddit, uh, oh. saying that they are healthcare workers and then you know, they've heard about it and all. Uh, so I so see, apparently you know, the if anything it delays an exodus of workers lah from uh, during the end of the year when everyone is like mm. reflecting on the year gone by and thinking about their 
thinking about the the what what they want for the year ahead. Uh, maybe they they would yeah. If they take this four thousand dollars, they cannot quit immediately, huh? <laughs> I mean, if if there's any if there's any disincentive to quit, I guess four K is not 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 too bad, huh? Yeah, and I mean, I think it's it's encouraging that there's more talk about the the healthcare system and the how much the the workers are being stretched up because it's not just the workers. Um, mm. based on the press release by the Ministry of Health, um, it would. The, the award will also be extended to publicly funded community care organizations. I think those are the, mm. the temporary setups at like community centers and all that provide the, the, the baseline healthcare service, like, like a first stop, right? And mm. then they include nursing homes and dialysis centers. Um, but this announcement just made me like uh, read more about the discussions that was happening in parliament last Monday uh, all the, like and, and what followed on Friday. Like, because... I'm happy to see that there were people questioning in parliament um, why the number of ICU beds were not uh, increased up till now. Mm, and that's mm. why I think I think this coming at the back of a whole discussion, I find the discussion more interesting because there was something that I think a lot of people were thinking uh, when the restrictions and all were, were extended and the reason was always, yeah, okay, we have 250 ICU beds, we are... Any, any spike would cause the healthcare system to be overwhelmed and break down. So, so that was the thing that I found. Um, I mean, the, the main response by Dr. Janil Puticherry, the Senior Minister of State for Health, um, he pointed out that the hardware is there, it's just the manpower that is lacking. Um, mm. And I think it, it, was, it was one of those things that, uh, like, like what you said, right now they're trying to hire, I think, um, students, uh, nursing students, mm. they're trying to hire from the private sector, but it just makes me wonder how come, how come this wasn't wasn't discussed discussed um, way earlier la. It's good mm. to see that the end has resulted in yeah, uh, pay increases and uh, monetary compensation and all. But yeah, I just wonder eh, how come this is only happening now after we have extended the restrictions for the upteenth time la. Yeah, and it makes you wonder like if there wasn't this global crisis, uh, that does it. I mean, that means nurses' pay would have just pretty much just like stagnated or, or just never been even looked at as an issue, like, Right? Um, yeah. Very yeah. similar to I mean, very similar to teachers as well. Uh, you know, who have had to deal with a lot more uh, during this this home based learning and 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 all that uh, this couple of years as well, like. Um yeah, So it, exactly. it's just. Yeah, it just makes you think like like what, what um I mean yeah like, it's like we all agree that it's a step in the right direction, but why so reactive like, right? As opposed mm. to longer term planning, understanding that you can't train people overnight just by increasing salary like, right? You know, uh, yeah. even if like yeah, it, but when you the crisis hits you, that's when you realize then you'll really feel the crunch. Uh, and for a country that that wants to be um you know medical tourism hub and all that, and we. Uh, big expensive facilities for, for medical tourists and all. The fact that we don't have enough ICU beds is, it was was a big wake-up call, I think, for everyone. And, and yeah. Quite, and, quite shocking. And I mean, one thing that, that came up was at some point, there was a number of uh, a thousand ICU beds like, that was that was floated in parliament as being the theoretical maximum. Mm. So, um, and that's where like uh, opposition leader Pritam Singh and all was, was just asking uh, but how come we are speaking about 200, 300? What happened to the to the theoretical max, maximum? And that's where Ong Kang with his political 
uh, savviness just said, yeah, but we shouldn't aim to go towards the the theoretical maximum lah, because that would mean that uh, each patient gets less attention from nurses because the ratio will be decreased. So that's the kind of thing that makes me think, huh? Like, um, what what that that feels like a gap that thankfully now is having a light shone on. Mm. But I think what you said is true lah. Like, how come it took a, a pandemic? Um, I mean, it shouldn't take a pandemic to have these sort of practices being reviewed. Because even in that same parliament, uh, Dr. Tan Wu Meng, um, he's an MP from uh, Jurong GRC, he asked Dr. Janil about hospital departments apparently factoring factoring in sick leave as one of the indicators of work performance. Mm. That means, yeah, and doc, I mean, uh, Dr. Janil did clarify that even though there were some isolated incidents, the practice has ceased. La. But the mm. fact that there was a practice where as a nurse, your evaluation or, or, or as a healthcare worker, your performance evaluation, uh, one of the factors is the amount of sick leave you take. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. So like like what you say, like, even taking leave at the end of the year, uh, it sounds like, a, sounds like it's a big bonus in the industry like that. Like, you know? Yeah, that's why. Which is kind of like, scary. That's damn jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, it, it's... It's unfortunate that, they, that it took a pandemic for for people to uh, uh, like uh, for this to to get the consideration. But I mean, in in some way also, you look at the other industries like teaching, right? I think there was a uh, I think the Lawrence Wong also said something recently about teachers who 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 don't deserve to get message right, at midnight mm. by parents of students, mm. lah, right? So yeah. healthcare workers, I think it's because they are really on the front lines of dealing with this this pandemic. But just makes you think like, fuck, then there are other industries where the employees or the workforce in that industry is really not being tra- treated as fairly as possible. Yeah, correct, correct. It's yeah, quite scary uh, that, that, that we, we, we're at this stage where yeah, it's only the, at the, towards the tail end of the hopefully... Uh, dealing with this pandemic that we are suddenly like oh yeah we need to we need to train people uh, we need to have some invest a little bit in human resources and the mental health of our healthcare workers uh. yeah that's why yeah. <laughs> exactly so so I mean I think that that's where um, uh, I think I think going forward I, I hope there is that the, the discussions continue about about healthcare workers about teachers because because uh, yeah like a this whole healthcare thing, if you look at how it has evolved from the time it was just the claps around uh, to, to clap for, for, the, for the healthcare workers, the frontline workers, right? That mm. felt, at that point in time, that felt like, okay, showing appreciation. I think that got some backlash back then also. But mm. that was when, uh, that was like during circuit breaker last year, yeah, I think, right? Yeah, yeah correct. And, and it's taken so long. So so I know like uh, there's a, there, there, there are a few Reddit threads where healthcare workers have been sharing um, the the truth of like how they are being stretched, and I think it's good to see it come to light, like, Because you know earlier you said the general mood in Singapore is like um, you're kind of resigned to the fact that ah oh, fuck we're still under the two person limit and all. Mm. Even then, right? It feels like the healthcare industry is is one of those industries that is still getting stretched. What a lot of other industries have. Have have recovered and and are coping better like Even F and B is getting stretched as hell. But the healthcare is is one of those. Yeah, I think it's because it's not the most visible to to the lay person on the street. Like F and B, you walk past the restaurant, you see it's empty. You're like, oh fuck, they are struggling. Mm. But for healthcare workers, it is behind closed doors. And I think unless you dig and try and 
read up on their personal accounts, it's so easy to be like, ah, they're coping fine. Yeah. They're coping yeah. fine. Yeah, I think that you, you, you mentioned as well the is the the clinics as well, right? There are clinics also that will be getting yeah. a bonus of ten thousand dollars. Um again mm. it's not it's not a lot of money. Because we're talking about uh you know sharing it amongst all the staff of a clinic. La. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah like the, exactly. the truth is the clinics are often the first port of call when someone uh you know discovers they have COVID or has the symptoms of COVID. Uh so mm. yeah, they've also been they've they also have to to be uh, they've also had to put in a lot more time and effort to to make sure the protocols are, are right and, and, and uh, I think we even discussed on this podcast before I was like a bit skeptical about how the the roles that GPs and, and, and you know those those mom and pop clinics had to play uh in 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 helping uh you say for example spread the news of the vaccine around uh. but uh, it seems like mm. a lot more people still trust their their own GPs and everything a lot of the older folks are especially trust their own GPs a lot more than say going to a government clinic or what like like a polyclinic or anything like that so uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, exactly. it's, I mean they they've also played their part and I think uh, this is a good first step lah. But it, it yeah, let's not forget the structural issues to deal with. Huh? Yeah, and I mean the one one area that I think can definitely be done better is the 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 titling of the articles by Straight Times lah, and a <laughs> yeah. few other publications. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. the title literally reads with no commas or anything. Hundred thousand public healthcare workers involved in COVID nineteen fight to get four thousand dollars each. Yeah, so you can read it as 100,000 public healthcare workers involved in COVID-19 fight mm, to mm. get $4,000 each. Yeah. <laughs> but when I first read it, it read like 100,000 public healthcare workers involved in COVID-19 yeah. fight to get $4,000 each. Yeah. It's like, it's like they've, it's they've like been the put in a white-collar boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like the squid game for healthcare workers. No? It's like, okay, all yeah, of you yeah. guys, you've worked very hard, but you know, fuck it. Uh, the life is not fair, so you guys have to fight to get $4,000. That'd be crazy. Uh, like, like, you know, let's say let's say the the last day that 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 we have our lockdowns and everything, and then they're like, okay, healthcare workers, like all of Singapore is gonna reward you now with one giant pot of money, and you all just like yeah. you all <laughs> on your last day, you all had to fight for it, lah. Uh. It's I don't know what yeah. hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars or something, best healthcare worker, yeah. and, and you just whack. No lah, if if you think about hundred thousand public healthcare workers to get. About four thousand dollars each on average, let's say two thousand dollars each, just two hundred million, mm, right? Mm, so yeah. you just tell them, okay, all other Singaporeans will be locked at home. You know, the only people on the street are healthcare workers, and you guys just fight it out. Anybody who manages yeah. to get to their home, you'll get the the windfall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wallah, oh, that'll be, that'll be fucking it, crazy. It would be, it would be, a, like, it would be a Netflix number one reality TV show. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. But I mean, even uh, other countries are are covering it. I saw articles in Malaysia, Indonesia about healthcare workers getting rewards. Mm. And I think as much as it feels like, oh shit, you know, like the healthcare workers in Singapore are getting stretched. If you look at it on a global scale, right? I don't know how many other countries um, have given their healthcare workers like bonuses um, mm. or any financial compensation on top of what they normally get because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Interesting question. So, yeah, so so I mean, I guess in 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 that way, it's like yo, uh, it's it's a it's a great step. Um, I'm I'm curious if anyone in the healthcare line um has anything to say that is contrary to what 
this seems like, which is which is a good gesture. Because I mean, of course, on Hardware Zone and Sammy Boy, you see people just saying, "Oh, who pays this taxpayer?" I'm like, "Fuck you, lah." Okay, of course, lah. But but um, it's 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 something that that uh yeah I I think it's good that there there have been articles uh sharing the the reality of what it means to be a healthcare worker. But even then, there hasn't been that much. Uh, publicity or personal accounts, lah. So this one, I guess, mm. it's it's always good to see quantifiable things that are given to people who've been working their ass off, lah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of a uh, a group of people who deserve to get rewarded, uh, we now can start talking about a uh, couple of people who. Uh, I don't. I, I think the backlash against them is is their reward for this kind of icky thing that they've been they they, they they've been caught doing la. And and mm. what is that? La? Fuck la. You must ask me to to give the, <laughs> the introduction. <laughs> is it? Like, can I just say that when we were deciding what topic to talk about, right? I ranked uh. this very low, <laughs> but as a goofy topic, um, this this was like the goofiest uh one that was. Still buzzworthy lah. So but you, like, you, you know but Fine. you suggested it lah. You suggested it lah, right? Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. trying to be objective lah. I yeah. was hoping that that something else would bubble up, but ah, uh, this one came out. So it has, okay, so the it has, We have to is, cover it. We have to cover it. We, I mean, that's yeah, why we, we set up. We set this all up with the the happy Deepavali talk at the start of the podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So this is the the closer lah. This is our yeah. version of the closer. La. Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um. So so. Uh, there was a there was a F forty five fitness studio in Serangoon Gardens, mm. uh, and if you guys anyone listening is not aware, F forty five is a chain of um, fitness studios that are around the world, uh, and every every studio runs as a franchise. They they tap into a, a globally streamed workout every day, and and it's quite popular in Singapore. Like, it's been getting a lot of traction. Mm. So F forty five. Uh, Serangoon Gardens mm. um, because they they operate independently from all other app forty-fives. They posted something on Instagram on I believe uh, Thursday, Friday on Friday, that just showed these two women um, of the majority race, I assume, mm. uh, or definitely not minorities lah, um, who were in the middle of a of a I don't know a a, a static hold with bands around their feet sitting down, yeah. and they were just wishing Happy Diwali, talking to the yeah. to the camera. And doing the the so outdated Indian head shake la. Mm. you know the stereotypical Indian head shake. Yes. And they were saying Happy Deepavali, and the person holding the camera was going up close, and they were laughing and joking, and it seemed like a very yeah. gleeful time la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. but then I first saw it. I think when someone shared it. I mean, Wake Up Singapore shared mm. the clip. Correct. So. So F forty five training, uh, F forty five Serangoon, they actually shared it as an Insta story on their Instagram, mm. and then of course people saw it and they posted it and they got a lot of flack, lah, rightly so. Yeah. So yeah. so that's the context. Can you please share your thoughts as uh, <laughs> someone from the majority race about that particular clip, lah? I mean, um, yeah, lah. When I when I saw it, I was like, wow, piang it. These guys are. The I mean, I I think the common sentiment la, was like, wow, it's twenty twenty one and we're still dealing with this shit lah, right? Uh, yeah. But I think the yeah, I I mean we we've all seen this a, a lot already lah, and and you almost become 
numb to it. When I mean, you shouldn't be numb to it, But it's it's just at its very core, it's just very very mean kind of behavior, But at the same time, I just ask myself, wow, what what possessed this F forty five? Whoever is running the Instagram, what possessed them to think that this was this would be fine to post on your official F forty five Instagram account, uh, You know, like like the very minimal of like social media savviness will make you stop and think, hey, if I'm trying to wish people, like if I'm genuinely trying to wish people happy Deepa Valley, and, uh, and F45, I believe their clientele is not just, it's not like it's a Chinese people club or anything like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> no, what? All, all the Chinese people work out, they, they go there one. Yeah, the Serengoon F45. Like, no, I know, I mean, yeah. for a fact, you, you, you yourself, you also have been, right? And, and, yeah, and 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 your people you know also uh, like I mean other uh, Indian friends that you have also have been also like right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's like what what possessed them to do something like that that even their own clientele would get insulted la. Yeah, that's why I'm so shocked yeah, by. So, so I mean, when I saw it, I was like, please tell me this is something from last year or something because yeah. it feels like over the past year there has been a general. Um, progress in awareness of racial, uh, racial issues uh, or or racial incidents. Um, but then when I found out that this really happened this year, it blew my fucking mind, man. Yeah. Because it just like how okay. So even F forty five, right? It's something where, yeah, the the subscription fees are not super cheap, right? Mm. Um, mm. uh, it's like two three hundred dollars a month. So. I'm guessing the people who go for F45 generally are, how you say, are like, um, uh, n- like comfortable enough with uh, to like have a disposable income that is comfortable enough to be af- to be able to afford this la. Which yeah. means that yeah, you know, working professionals and all that. And you look at their Instagram page, yeah, they they seem like they got a mix of youngish, uh, millennial, um, maybe forty plus uh year old participants and all. And just to do this. Felt like what the fuck, and it, it was probably one of the trainers who took the video. Uh, mm-hmm. the two people in the video were were uh people attending the the class. Like, but I was wondering. Then the other people, it feels like one of those things that everyone was celebrating or kind of cheer, uh, wish, uh, cheering or wishing out loud, and they they just happened to capture two people. Like, what the fuck was other people, the other people in the the F forty five doing? Yeah, it blows my mind. Can actually can 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 sort of uh. No, I don't think everyone particularly knows what F forty five is, like, Right? What well, makes it different from other gyms? But, but my my general understanding is, uh, it's a lot more about community, like, Right? Yeah, I mean, okay, F forty five essentially you you show up and you go for classes, like, And classes essentially what they have is every class you go for is a forty five minute uh, uh circuit, um, where everybody has a little like uh that there are different stations, like, And mm. every station is a different exercise. And there are screens, LEDs, uh, screens all around. And the F45, they they globally stream a particular workout for every session. So anywhere in the world, you would see the same video, mm. And you use the equipment in your in your port, So you go through the circuit, and yeah, the community is a big part of it because it's not say you go to a gym and lift your own weights, do your own workout. Everybody does the same workout, and and. Yeah, there's a certain feel for it. Like my girlfriend goes to F45, and yeah, she's she's good friends with a lot of the people who work out with her. Mm. So, so when when you see this, you're like, huh, what what the fuck? And like, I just find it funny that you know, 
Like Singapore, there's okay, there's Serangoon and then the Serangoon Gardens lah. Yeah. But Serangoon also is kind of near, like Little India, you know. <laughs> and yeah. then, then, I don't know. It's just so ironic that the Serangoon, uh, admittedly Serangoon Garden, uh, outlet did this, but it just, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't even know what to say anymore. And like when I saw this, maybe that's why there were only a few articles that were written about it. There was a there was a public apology on Instagram page, and everybody felt like okay, like, fuck it, we move on, lah. And that's damn dangerous because mm. if it has reached a point where that kind of shit is just like ah another bunch of morons, hey man, we just move on. It 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 blows my mind, like. It blows my fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the F forty five, they they posted an apology as well, right? And yeah. they took down the they took down the video, and I, if I'm not wrong, the account also is like has gone quiet or something. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean. They posted an apology. They said F45 has always been a family-friendly and fun place to exercise and we do many fun videos with our members. However, we have received feedback that this video is racially insensitive. Our intentions were never to make fun of or hurt anyone's feelings. Deepavali is the festival of lights and love. We are very sorry for the mistakes and hope to seek your forgiveness. Even that apology, right? Mm. It feels like, in their mind, this was a fun video that just happened to be racially insensitive. Like. Even though they didn't mean to make fun, they had fun making the video. And to me, it blows my mind that this is fun. Yeah, I, I, I uh, it's just, it's just um, like, like actually, I, I, I just trying to break it down. Some people were asking me like, how, how do people like that still exist? That they, at least in the last one two years, where race also has become such a, uh, you know, hot button topic and all that. How, how is it that these people have not even? Like they are they like so in their own little bubble, their own little, you know, like uh, I don't. I mean, I'm making a guess, lah, right? Chinese Tai Tai bubble or something like that. That they don't read the news at all. They don't know that there's all these racial tensions, even in a place like Singapore, and 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 you know, you don't. Yeah, certain, certain lines you just shouldn't cross, lah. Right? How how yeah, is I mean, it possible I, that 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 they have gone the like, last year and a half like that, lah? I I don't know. I'm I'm guessing you know more Chinese Tai Tais than me, lah. So yeah. so w- w- for the Tai Tais in your network, you know, like, uh, do you think they would have looked at this and be like, oh, okay, we did that in my my own class last week? I uh, mean, my own guess is that like F forty five is not a cheap kind of place to to yeah. go to a gym, lah, right? And uh, yeah, as much as we all here like talking, we us talking here, and then people on our subreddit, everything, we feel like this these things should be. Uh, everyone should know about racial tensions and all that. There might be a large percentage of the population that in the year and a, last year and a half have not really spent time outside of their their bubble of like going to the gym, going to get groceries, uh, going out for meals and things like that lah, uh, and sticking within their social circles lah. You know what I mean? Uh, especially but, if they don't but, work and and things all. But but then like even the issue where there was that professor who shouted at. Uh, that interracial couple, right? Yeah. That yeah. that like was large enough for I would imagine a lot of people in Singapore to have been aware of la. And I guess that's what boggles my mind, la, that there are there are so many instances that have captured mainstream consciousness uh when it comes to race. And for this mm. to still happen, mm. um I just I just wonder how that how that's possible. La. And the it sucks for other franchise uh, operators of F forty five. Because mm. I think it's one of those things that you know, if a brand fucks up, you if the whole brand is kind of tainted, 
but in this case, every studio operates differently. Every studio, they they basically franchise the model, but it's like McDonald's, lah, you know? You get access yeah. to the brands and the workouts, but you run your marketing and all totally independently. Lah. So yeah. it sucks for them, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, just to finish, my thought was that they might, maybe they're like just generally, um, I don't know, maybe they, they, they're really... That they they really think that what they did was not offensive, it was just a reflection mm. of stuff that they've maybe watched in Bollywood films because that is the only interaction, actual any kind of close interaction with with the culture and, and the race and everything. Um, so yeah, I mean maybe they thought they were, they were just doing a Bollywood, they were sort of doing a Bollywood dance or something like without realizing how offensive it, it actually is to people. Like, you know, my first thought was like, eh. Fuck you, Terrence. You think what Bollywood all they dance like that? But I, I do. <laughs> but, but yeah. no. But some of the, I mean, yeah, the the head movement is mm. is a is a dance move, mm. la. So but yeah, I'll give you a bit of I'll give correct. you a bit of slack, la. So so the reverse thing someone did ask me was so if they were you know like let's say they're they're white people who. Uh, well, instead of shaking their heads like that and saying "Happy Chinese New Year," they can they're maybe like going like "Ching Chong Cha Chu Happy Chinese New Year, Ching Chong Cha Chu Ji," you know? Uh, would I be offended? Totally fine. That sounds very fun, right? That sounds very fun, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I asked myself, would I, would I get offended, lah? And then, um, yeah. What What do you think? Uh? Do you think Chinese people will be, will be up in arms about that? Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Wouldn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Uh yeah, it would be it would I would be pretty pissed off. I mean, it's, it's at the very least, it's in like pretty poor taste and everything, like, Right? Uh, to 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 yeah, to to make fun of people of people's culture that way. Um, no, but then okay, the, the the thing is, I think when you say make fun of people's culture, I think I think I think the thing is, it's almost kind of um because okay, if you look at it, they were. They intended to just let's say they, they wanted to wish people like for real they wanted to wish yeah. uh happy Deepavali. It's just the way they did it felt like um very very stereotypical, very kind of like um uh I mean the 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 whole Indian head shake stereotype it feels so dated yeah. like it was a joke maybe like what five years ago yeah. but now to do it it's almost like one of those things you do it it's it's. It's almost faux pas, right? Like yeah. it just shows you are racially ignorant, ignorant or like yeah, you're ignorant yeah. of the issues. Yeah, Ignor- you're ignorant of the issues and not knowing that that itself is not kosher to do in public. It blows my mind. Uh. Yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah, so so I yeah, because it's a very interesting discussion about you know freedom of speech and yeah, especially in light of the, all the Dave Chappelle stuff that we've been talking about, like, right? Uh, yeah. But you can't deny that, yeah, like, like what you said, it shows that someone is completely out of touch with. The zeitgeist, like right, like what people are talking about or saying, uh, just from just the fact that they think that this is still funny, like right, um, yeah, and and so, maybe it, it it yeah, it, people need to tell you, hey, dude, this is like this is so passe, so not funny already, like it's like it, it's not it's not actually, it, I mean, nobody's gonna die actually die from you doing this, but it's just not funny because it might be offensive to some kid or something like that already, like right, it might. It might trigger people the wrong way. So why 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 even do it, lah? Right? Yeah, ex- exactly. So, so that's where it just feels like. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I think I've said on the podcast before that for me the whole racism thing. I 
I think that whole utopia where racism doesn't exist and all is is never going to happen because mm. somehow there will always be people who are ignorant. There will always be people who have prejudices and maybe the most uh, or not the most informed opinions. Like, but when, when I see this, especially after this the incidents of this year, it just feels weird. Mm. And I mean, not to not to uh, plug <laughs> something of my own also, mm. but I... I just finished a CNA a four-part documentary series on race, mm, mm. talking about fucking racial issues. And yeah. one of the things I kept saying is that, you know, I think it's great that we're having conversations like this and it I feel society is coming to a point where, okay, we're all aware. Then you see the shit, right? Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's why I think when, when I, even though I, I proposed we speak about this, when we were deciding, I was like, oh shit, I really don't want to talk about this. But... Because there's nothing, there's nothing new to say. I feel there's yeah. nothing new to say. Yeah. And and I think you know when you see people say, yeah, you're just tired. Um, even though it's it doesn't it's 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 uh, it it doesn't say much in and of itself, but the feeling is there, like, like you see this again. Yeah. How? But, but yeah, so so uh, would this stop you from going to F forty five? Um. No lah. I think it maybe that particular outlet. Uh, it makes mm. me question. Who are the people running it? Mm. Um, I but it wouldn't stop me going to any of the other F45s, like, Because I think, but that's because I am aware that they all operate independently. They all mm. have different owners, outlet owners. But if I didn't know that, yeah, for me, like, yeah, fuck, like, what, what's up with F45? Because there are competitors in the space, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would, would it would it affect your your thoughts on whether to go? Uh, def. I mean, like you, I that probably not that outlet, la, But but. Uh, it it looks it looks fun. Uh, F forty five looks like the, it looks like the kind of thing after you go and shop at Lululemon and buy the clothes that you need to exercise. Then you go to F forty five to exercise, la. Right? It's oh, is it? Com- you mean yeah, like the? It got the cool feel, la, You know, like how Abercrombie and Fitch at one point was like, it, it was cool just to be hanging out there and shopping. Uh, yeah, mm. it has this feel like F forty five. Like it's cool to say, oh, I'm going for F forty five and all that, la. Yeah, Yeah. 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 It, yeah, I think it. it's the, like the new CrossFit like it's the new like even then I think uh CrossFit it really feels dated. I think the the new cool one from what I gather is Spin. Spin is super popular now. Mm, but F forty five there's momentum like and there's another competitor competitor BFT. I think for them it's great like because they are they are competing in the same space. But to see this F forty five, that's why a lot of other F forty five outlets all came out with their own statements, you know, oh, really? saying that they have always been about that. Yeah, because I think they also need to clear their name. What? Right? Yeah, they, there's correct, no correct. way they want to be associated to this to this outlet, lah. Yeah, maybe there will be some repercussions from the franchiser, lah. Right? When when this kind of things. Oh yeah, yeah, correct, happen, correct. Because right? yeah. I think I can't imagine the franchiser being particularly happy, <laughs> like a racist. So I mean, a very very uh sense uh racially charged. Culturally, in uh, what do you call it? Uh? Yeah, a racially insensitive, uh, racially and culturally insensitive post comes out under their name, lah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the co-founders is Mark Wahlberg, right? but mm. I mean, F forty five is so big globally, right? Um, yeah. that it, yeah, I don't know whether they would even register this, lah. Like, because even this, I don't know. It feels like there were few articles written, but by the end of the weekend, it's just not many people talking about it, really, lah. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but you you were talking about it when you say you got questions you were talking about it with the people you you visited or yeah I mean yeah just some people over the weekend where they were like actually what's so bad about it lah you know who, who asked you that like friends or family or yeah some friends and, and all lah yeah they they, they 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 say 
are we are we really gonna like you know uh examine every gesture that everyone makes and and you know decide whether it's racist or not racist and everything you know and these were friends who were like how old your your tai tai friends uh, i mean our, our age uh, no no not tai tai professionals everything no? so they yeah. didn't see anything wrong with it um yeah yeah they didn't they didn't particularly see anything wrong with it yeah but but it, it, it did mm. it did lead to a larger discussion about um about you know a cultural sensitivity and and I even talked about Dave Chappelle and and the whole controversy as well uh. like 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 mm. how certain things that you know like like certain things that we think you know is important to say because of freedom of speech or important not important not to bring down because of freedom of speech uh you know you need to look at the larger context of things and 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 then can there be maybe yeah maybe we, we don't want to censor everybody but is there a way to be a little bit more sensitive towards uh you know what we know are marginalized groups like right yeah because i think like like we don't need to go into why uh making that head shake move is is ridiculous and all to mm. me is a prox- proxy of ignorance like yeah yeah if you do that you post yeah. it online it clearly means that you you are ignorant of what that signifies. I think yeah, correct, it, correct. that basically signifies ignorance, lah. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what we should you know not aspire towards, like ignorance, right? Blissful ignorance, such that yeah, we just totally oblivious to the world around us, lah, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Blissful oh. ignorance. Yeah. That's ah fine. damn. But yeah, Como Deepa Valley weekend. Yeah. Exactly, the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but. Aside from that, maybe we can find something, some some light at the end of the tunnel in terms of a mm. one short comment. What is your one mm. short comment? Uh my one short comment is uh, wait uh, let me let me pull it up. Do do you have yours ready to go? Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I think there was um the the just just more recently. Uh oh wait uh, I'm just trying to. Pull it up as well. Uh, so now we can make some some small talk. Uh, like, no, 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 no. I have ooh, it. I have it. Already, I knew I wanted to talk it, talk about it. Uh, mm. Just the, what do you call it? Um, on our last podcast where we interviewed uh, The Statement, Andrew Tang. Uh, mm. I think Extreme underscore Virus just commented saying that they, they finished, uh, ran out of podcast for his job. So re-listening to some of our older episodes. Uh, was the episode five and found out that Terence wasn't a dad yet, and Harish was still single as he spoke spoke about arranged marriages. So mm. so that was like in May twenty nineteen. Uh. Wow, that was mm. like a whole different world. Uh. Like it was before COVID, and you know, like for me before becoming a dad, and you before moving out and everything, like, Right. Mm. So so he said that yeah, like, very grateful to have discovered yeah, like, but because we helped him through some, I helped him or her through some dark times. Just listening to someone else talk about local world issues has helped me look at life from a broader perspective. Thank you both for putting so much effort in creating these podcasts. And uh, yeah, like, like so related to what I was saying earlier, just the fact that, uh, you know, I could have a conversation with someone who dis- he disagreed with me about that Deepavali video, but, you know, bringing in a larger context about uh, Dave Chappelle, Netflix, and, you know, art versus uh, censorship and, and, and things like that. Uh yeah yeah it, it, and we we at the end of the day we, none of us had a real correct answer or, or right answer for anything, but but I think mm. everyone felt better having said that piece or so like, you know, and and we yeah. and we just walk away saying okay like, we we differ on on what we think about that video lor. 
you know and I think that's that's a one one interesting thing about doing this podcast that that has allowed me to do also is to is to really think about ideas and ideas and not so emotionally attach myself to ideas lah. Mm, mm, that's cool. Yeah. Then yeah. and that was by posted by uh someone who had was it a first post or something? Hasn't posted. I don't. Before. I mean, I don't think I've I don't think I've encountered extreme underscore virus before. Yeah. I see. I see. Power lah. Power. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My one short comment is actually a comment that came through the Instagram DM. So I won't go into the the identity of the person who sent it, but it was um I mean you know earlier in the episode you did where when I mentioned that yeah on Friday there were it w- there weren't many topics that we felt we could we could we could and should cover over a podcast and you rightly pointed out that it's not say there weren't topics it's just that um we also choose topics considering a bunch of factors lah so this person um DM'd us about um. A topic that that is is complicated and and I think it, I I always appreciate people giving us topics to to talk about and I think if we don't end up talking about it, please don't take it as a sign that we don't care or anything. It's just for certain issues like let's say the death penalty, right? Um, we it's something that requires a a deep dive into it and to cover it just in one episode over like 30 minutes as a topic sometimes it can it, it might not do in it, it it enough justice la. so mm. please please keep messaging us um if there are comments you want us to cover and all because it does it does register for us it's just we want to make sure that when we cover it we can give it like the the due the due diligence and due uh, attention la. mm yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I, I think yeah, like people do post quite a bit on Reddit about comments they would like us to to cover, and yeah, we do we do think about every suggestion that comes along. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Correct. Cool, man. Yeah, but uh, all right. So speaking of other positive things as well, uh, what is your yeah. one shock thing? Uh, my one shock thing is this this podcast that I just got uh, recommended by a friend who if she's listening to this she will know who she is it's called The Journal um, it's mm. a collaboration between the Wall Street Journal and Gimlet Media um, and what it is is essentially like 20 minute episodes where they cover one topic in particular and uh, the host plays like the person who's like the noob the lay person and they get mm. an expert in to to cover it. Lah. So they, last week, there was an episode on the announcement of Facebook chain, rebranding as Meta. Mm, so yes. it's, not, it's, not, it's not one of those academic podcasts where it sounds like, wow, it's just two experts talking about it. In some way, you know, the approach we take where, yeah, we, we always say we are not politicians, we are not social uh, sociologists or something. We're just two people trying to wrap our heads around topics like this. For them, there's one person that plays that role and then they bring in an expert. So it's very conversational. It's like 20 minutes. And I actually found it very, very interesting because they actually, because it's Wall Street Journal and Gimlet, they get access to even for the Dave Chappelle issue, they got a statement from Ted Sarandos, who's the mm. chief content officer of Netflix. So they get access to people like that. Like. Mm. And I thought it's, yeah, it's it's cool, man. I, I like see. it. I see, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, la, I yeah, think man. podcast recommendations are always welcome. Because even for us yeah. also, like, yeah, we also try to have to try and listen outside of our own bubbles as well, right? Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, speaking of listening outside of our bubbles, uh, one, one thing that I've been consciously trying to do more of recently is to actually find new music, like new bands, you know, new music, new bands um, 
the, the uh, uh, through Spotify like, Cause I realized like what Spotify is doing is making me go through a lot of uh, older music that I used to listen to, and then based on recommendations on their older music, then they recommend other older bands that maybe I didn't know back then. So I've not actually like heard any new bands or just like oh let's try let's try out this new band for 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 the heck of it like, Other than that, like maybe some local artists like you know. So 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 mm. um yeah I just I just I I just started digging around on on Reddit and see to see like if there are recommendations or anything and then I I mean how I how I resorted to it was like oh is there any new band that sounds like Oasis you know because I happened to mm. be just on an Oasis binge that day and then uh yeah and then and then a couple of there were a couple of threads that that were asking similar questions and a couple of names came up like uh Blossoms the Blossoms. And uh, you know, F- Fontaine's DC, and uh, yeah, I realized that these bands uh, they they really have that nineties Britpop, uh, you know, Britpop kind of sound when Blur and, and and Oasis and all were were really coming up, uh, up and coming lah, right? Um, mm. and then they these bands are not the biggest in the world right now. They still their their social media following is not in the millions yet. It's a few one hundred, two hundred thousand. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just quite interesting to. To watch these bands on their way up, la. and then because of COVID, I guess they haven't toured in the last one two years or so. So they mm. they, they they have a lot of new music, and it's quite cool to to like be experiencing them again. You know, like like a new band from from scratch, uh, which which is something I haven't I haven't felt that feeling in a while already. Uh. Uh, so that means your your one shock thing is it a band or is it just the ability to do that? No, these two these two and in particular these two bands because uh, I I think what I really miss. I mean, if you want me to deep dive into it, what I was searching for recently was that, you know, that stadium, you know, you're in a stadium watching a live show and then everyone is just singing the chorus of a song together. Like, mm-hmm. like Oasis and, and So Sally Can Wait and all that. That, that kind of feel, like, you know. Because I think we've been yeah. starved of that for so long for the last two years already, right? So yeah. so it's just, uh, I I find that these bands, they're, they're not bad. Like. They have they have that, that feel, that big stadium feel to their, their music uh, which is uh, you oh, know when you think of Coldplay Oasis that, that's what you want and what are the bands again? The Blossoms and uh, Blossoms. Fontaine's DC and uh, I think someone I think Don one of our listeners slash friends also recommended uh, Catfish and the Bottleman so yeah I'll just what? put a link to, to some of these some of the the, the, the music like, in case you're like me you miss going to, to live concerts and just singing along as well Mm. Wow, yeah. cool, cool. Hopefully we'll, we'll cool, get to man. go to a concert sooner. Yeah, man. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully, like I mean, November twenty one is supposed to be like oh, the, 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 the Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Uh. What Bloomberg? No lah, the uh, end of restrictions. Uh. What oh yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm saying the Bloomberg delegates they will come in November, then then they'll have to lift all restrictions so that oh November so seventeen, November seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Correct, correct. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool, man. All right. All have right. To, have a good. Deepavali weekend and uh, yeah man enjoy <laughs>